Crock Elite, a podcast about no effects. Hello. Hello. Well, who do we have here if it isn't our favourite listener? Come back for another episode. Oh, look at you. Oh, you, whatever you've done, it's working for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely work it, Miss Thing. Okay. Well, that's the niceties out of the way. Uh, welcome to Punk Rock Elite, a podcast about no effects. I'm Eddie French and I'm joined by... Red Redmond, that's me. That is you. And, um, well, we've got an interview today. It's a goodie. If, if you're listening, and you will be, to hear these words, you've sure. chosen wisely. Good episode. Really, really quite a good episode. I've just... It's up there, I think. We've uh, we've yeah. we've been very very fortunate in that we genuinely have been enjoying each subsequent episode, mm-hmm. just that little bit more than the previous. But this has really kicked it up another notch. Oh, like just such a, a really, I don't know, like a really accommodating guest. Like they really got stuck into the questions. Mm. Uh, you know, lots of personality. Didn't hold anything back. Very no. honest. Some of our favourite answers uh, for the questions, but you'll have mm. to wait for that. But let's not uh, jump ahead too much. This uh, podcast is also about us. Hi, Red. What have you been up to? Uh, I've been gigging. I've been doing some some gigs. Um, I've been filming those gigs and putting out little clips on my social media, uh, mostly on Instagram. My handle is mxredredmond. Mm. Um, so plenty of stuff on there at the moment. MX uh, also- stands for muckster. It, it does. Um, uh, also, and I've just, <laughs> I've just realised there's a man abseiling past my window. What, like the milk tray guy? Like I'm in, a, I'm in an apartment, mm. and there's a man abseiling past my window. And the thing is, it's, there's been a man abseiling past my window for the past three days, and I feel like at this point, is it recreational? I, I wonder what he's looking for. Is he? Is it? I think I mean, it's cladding, isn't it? We're in the UK post oh, Grenfell, yeah. so it's definitely we're, cladding. Yeah, we're a post Grenfell uh, setup, so yeah, basically they're just probably he's just outside with a bic lighter, trying to work out whether <laughs> your apartment building is in the least bit safe or if it, the codes are ignored in exchange for money. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't mind. I mean, you, you could at least send them up there with a window cleaner. You know, if we're going to have just... someone abseiling for three days down the side of the building, at least send him up with a mop and bucket. Yeah, just a squeegee just on the belt. You can have it like one of those ski passes they have on the retractable <laughs> thing. You know, that would be all right. Well, I'm I'm very sorry you're being uh, taunted by a man who refuses to clean. No, it's and, all right. It's just And let's face it, if you got yourself a man who refuses to clean, mm, girl, you need to get rid of him. Damn straight, honey. Absolutely. So this is why I don't do drag. <laughs> there are many reasons I don't do drag, but um, no, I wouldn't be good at it. <laughs> but what what have you been up to recently? Well, I had um, I, I've I've not been uh, gigging quite as much lately because I, I had a, a big job on um, mm-hmm. that was um, essentially fitting out an entire apartment with furniture oh wow um yes that was that was a, a good few days and then uh i went to a wedding in hereford to see uh, yeah a friend of mine who i went to university with and some people who i hadn't seen since university were there 
and that's wow. like over 20 years well over 20 years since we first met nearly 20 years since uh we sort of left university so it was uh it was lovely it was uh, a very very nice time uh thankfully but it did uh, it was very very strange to be sat around with people who i remember as being youthful vibrant and they were all sat around with like you know crow's feet and sort of smile lines and <laughs> you know everyone's uh it was really weird because uh you know there were people there who i remember who were always wearing hats and now their hairlines are sort of receding quite a lot and it's like guys you did the hats at the wrong time of life you could <laughs> you had you had beautiful hair when you were 19 should have been rocking that shit and now you go well i've now moved into the hat era of my life and you go you know like that it's that <laughs> So, you know, we're, but we're all stupid when we're young, you know, we all, uh, we all learn, but yeah. So, um, how do you feel about, so, uh, you know, like weddings and formal events as Mm. a non-binary person, I can normally find a bit sort of like, I don't know, uh, I I try not to bother (laughs) because I find Um, it a bit weird, but do, do you find it weird? Um, I didn't find it weird. I was, I mean, if you had ever met my friend Dylan, who was getting married, you would just be interested to see what the wedding of that individual would be like. Sure. A very singular individual, my friend Dylan. A, uh, a, um, yeah, a, v- a very, very singular. There's no, I've never met anyone like him, and people think I'm exaggerating. And then I introduce them to Dylan, and they go, "Oh, you weren't fucking around. That, that, that is someone. <laughs> you know, a, 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 a wonderful, wonderful guy." But no, I um I I was uh, I was I was full butch. I was in a a, a three piece uh, navy blue pinstripe suit. Lovely. Uh, that my my mother made. My mother's a tailor. She sewed my new blue jeans. Um, <laughs> that's what you got to say when you talk about your mum being a tailor. Um, and so uh, so I was in I was possibly in the the most exclusive suit there. Uh, but I, I did, uh, I did enjoy it. I didn't mind. Uh, yeah, it is a bit. Uh, luckily, it was a sort of a a, a legal wedding rather than a religious uh, wedding. Yes, of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so the ceremony was very sort of. It wasn't talking about like a man and woman in holy matrimony or anything like that. It sure, was very much not a very two, traditional wedding. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, these two that. people and stuff like that. So there wasn't much. I don't really, you know, gendered language doesn't doesn't impact me hugely oh um, no it's it i know i, I also i like, want to make clear it's not like the language necessarily that makes me no. feel uncomfortable it's normally just like the choice of like dress or suit dress or suit oh right um yeah. well th- there was a secret extra choice with this you ooh. see because dylan is uh his family are, uh, are indian he was born in london but his mm-hmm. family are uh, indian and so the groom's side family wise and some of his friends from school and stuff uh, were Indian, but the 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 invitation came out and said um, the dress code is summer formal. Mm-hmm. Um, said Dylan and Lara will be getting married in uh, Western uh, summer formal. Mm-hmm. If you would be more comfortable in Indian formal, please do wear it. Yeah, uh, and the only person who decided to do that was a guy known as American Ed, or was it Ed from America? <laughs> Uh, a business associate, someone who works uh, with Dylan's company in Florida, uh, he got himself some uh, formal Indian attire 
um, and his uh, Florida tan uh, was not convincing enough. Um, and so, yeah, so there was uh, there was one white guy in Indian dress uh, and everyone else pretty much in sort of suits with uh, with sort of various flair and this, that and the other. So um, so I could have gone that route uh, and looked like Jonathan Mayer, but uh, I can't <laughs> I can't look like Jonathan Mayer. No one can. That's uh, another remarkably singular individual. For those of you who aren't aware, uh, Jonathan Mayer is a fabulous uh, comedian based in the northwest of England, yes. who I represent as an agent. And he is wonderful, just such oh, yeah. a lovely, delightful um, presence to be around. Yes. At, uh, one of the best headliners in, on the, the UK comedy circuit. Absolutely, yes. I, w- I was going to fill in some of that information. Uh, <laughs> but uh, sadly, Jonathan is not the household name that he deserves to be. Absolutely. So um, one day we won't have to introduce him like that. Fingers crossed. But yeah. So uh, so that's what I did. So uh, yeah, drove to Hereford and uh, stayed in a, an Airbnb, uh, which was lovely. Even though the owner of the Airbnb, she had put um, her son's Oxford graduation po- uh, picture on the on the way to the bathroom so you had to walk past it every time you needed to use the lab so uh, <laughs> just a stranger holding a, a, a diploma with the the mortarboard and stuff on Oxford graduate 2020 and um which you know sure I'd I'd, I'd be quelling as well so you know we'll all be uh all be uh proud of it so yeah but yeah wonderful time Unfort- unfortunately, uh, very few of the people there um, are big fans of punk rock. Um, I'm I'm a bit less than Jake in that, and all my best friends are metalheads. <laughs> mm. Very good. Yep. So I was just trying to bring this back to punk rock instead of what I did on my summer holidays. Well, you know who is a big fan of punk rock? Oh, I think you're going to tell me. Lily from the Mavs. <gasps> I'm still I'm still Lily from the Mavs. <laughs> Thank goodness I didn't do that during the interview. That would have been embarrassing. <laughs> it's, uh, the, I mean, the Mavs, we've spoken about them in our um, post-leads breakdown of, of what mm-hmm. we saw uh, when we saw No Effects. First band on, and they left such a lasting impression. We thought, we've got to talk to them. Absolutely. And Lily was very, very um, gracious. She gave, us, uh, she gave us an hour of her time. And what a... Ah, what a great chat! I'm still we've we've just recorded it. I will point out, so uh, it's fresh in the mind. But yeah, such a lot of good stuff. We're not going to spoil it. Should we just launch straight in? I think we should. Let, let's give them the goods. Here we go. So, with no further ado, here's Lily from the Maps. And we are truly fortunate to be joined by Lily from the Maps. How are you doing, Lily? What's up? Yeah, I'm doing very well. I'm very hot, and that's a good thing. Mm. <laughs> a lot of that going around at the moment. Yeah, yeah. we are. Uh, we're in our uh, our heat wave in the UK. Um, yeah, we've just stopped calling it summer and just called it unnatural heat wave from now on. <laughs> yeah. Just called it climate change. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just like <laughs> let's enjoy the beginning of the catastrophe because yeah, yeah. it's going to be appalling. So you exactly. know, enjoy it's it. only going to get it. hotter, right? Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. No, thanks for thanks for having me. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, we uh, we were fortunate enough to see you at uh, Leeds uh, mm-hmm. on the uh, No Effects show. Yeah. Uh, you uh, opened the show to a, a, a criminally under attended. I think everyone who mm-hmm. missed out should have really have a word with themselves because uh, it, it was it was fantastic. Did you enjoy those shows? 
Oh, absolutely loved it. Totally agree. If, they, if people missed out, they've mugged themselves off. Like, <laughs> it's, that's it. That's the bottom line. We loved yeah. it. Like, Leeds was a good one to start with because it was probably the smallest of the three in terms oh, of, like, sight and sure. numbers. Mm. Uh, uh, Hatfield was just insane because it's super local to us. Um, and then, yeah, Austria was, yeah, completely different again. So, it was great fun. Amazing. So yeah, you got three of those because you're on um, you're on uh, the fat subsidiary uh, bottles to the ground, aren't you? We are indeed. Yep. Yeah. Best label in the world. There you go. It's <laughs> uh, if... fat wreck. I've been paid to say that. Mike paid me <laughs> on, on the quiet. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Mike's done anything quietly. Um... Not <laughs> I'm amazed he didn't just burst in. I told him to say that. Um, <laughs> yeah. <yes. laughs> He's actually hiding under the table right now. He loves that. I've read that. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually, um, I, I need to uh, apologize to Lily personally uh, before we move ahead. Basically, when we saw you at uh, Leeds, uh, mm-hmm. the, the No Effects show in Leeds, um, right after your set, we went and got some food. And then uh, we were walking down the queue. We saw one of our friends in the queue. And I waved at one of my friends in the queue. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were stood in front of my friend mm-hmm. and you waved back oh, and then no. I felt like shit for the rest of the day I'm like oh no <laughs> I've, I've, I've upset one of the meths and they were great yeah <laughs> to be fair I wouldn't have even known if you didn't tell me that right then I thought we were friends <laughs> right <laughs> I thought I was coming oh, no. into like a friendship group right now <laughs> oh my god oh, it's all good it's we like can time- rewind that I tried to like style it out and pretend it didn't happen. And then like Eddie made sure of like reminding me late in the day. Yeah. And I was just like, oh no, just dying of cringe. <laughs> to, to be honest, no, to be fair, I let you enjoy it for the rest of the day. And then when we did the post Leeds episode where we ran down our, our day of that, <laughs> I, uh, I, I made it, I, I reminded you. And that was when, that was when Red really lived up to their name. You got, you got <laughs> to keep that going. You got to keep yeah, that yeah. going. <laughs> I, I, I thought I'm not, not spoil the day. No major harm has been done. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, so Lily. Um, so what? How did you get into uh, uh, punk rock and, uh, and and all the rest of it? What's your uh, what's your secret origin? Oh, I when I was a lot younger, I remember my sister. Uh, she used to record stuff for me on CDs and tapes. It started off mm. with cassettes, obviously. And she used to record stuff like The Offspring, like um, yeah. No NoFX, Green Day, Distillers, like all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, blanking out all the swear words, bear in mind. So she would literally <laughs> go through and turn the volume down to blank it out and put it back up. It wasn't until yeah. I was an adult that I was like, oh my God, these bands swear. I thought they didn't. I thought it was like, <laughs> you know. Uh, so yeah, wow. quite quite young, probably when I was about 10 or so, like started listening to, to all that sort of stuff. And then... Um, yeah, just just found my way into like this sort of seventies punk scene in the UK, which I love. Lewis loves, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, and then sort of worked my way back into that American punk scene, mm. um, which is sort of I guess where we sit a little bit now. Um, yeah, I was going to say because you your sound doesn't really sit presumably why uh, balls to the ground rather than fat records your your sound doesn't really sit the meths i'm speaking about doesn't really mm-hmm. sit in that sort of um american skate for want yeah. of a, a, a yeah. better word it, it's uh it's got a lot more 
it's it's got a lot more 77 about it a lot more of those kind of uh, things on it and so is that sort of sort of actively trying to sort of blend those two or is it just comes out how it comes out yeah it started it just came out how it came out to be honest with you like there's only two of us so there's only so much you can do in terms of like we don't have a running baseline that we can chuck in like rancid can do do you know what I mean we can't fit into that sort of sound and and what we do is just yeah it's just what we do um and I think because we like a bit of everything it just sort of it depends what song you're listening to as to what genre it sort of fits into yeah and I like that with music um yeah and I think also, you know, there's, I don't know, in some genres of punk, there's almost like face don't fit. And if your face don't fit, you're never going to drop into it. And I yeah. think um, we're one of those bands where face don't fit in a few of those subgenres of punk, but we're, yeah. we're pushing into them and we're making people listen. So. Well, yeah, I think there's there's um, you and uh, another, um, another two-piece punk band who are... Uh, uh, pushing themselves in like uh, Bob Villain oh, for example yeah. there's sort of a, a lot of parallels can be drawn with that in uh, oh, we are just going to carry on yeah it, yeah it's going to happen whether you want it to or not so <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> resistance isn't going to do a great deal yeah. in this situation you know which uh, which is why uh, I think you two are two of the more exciting uh, the most exciting of the sort of the newer newer you know yeah, ev- yeah. everyone's an overnight success for you know 10 years after they started they? yeah yeah right <laughs> i like but, new. Know, news good news good yeah of course yeah um but that's the that's the kind of thing you know that's that's the uh the, the really exciting stuff so yeah. um when did the uh the the meths form how did that come about so i was in another band before another mm-hmm. two-piece just a local band nothing we didn't there was no sort of success if you like it's just very yeah. local playing in the pubs um and then we decided to call it a day we wanted different things it was like a relationship breakup do you know what I mean it was like that we want different things we want different paths in life um so yeah and I I just saw a picture of Lewis online playing an electric drum kit and I was like I'm gonna message him and just say do you actually play and he replied and was like yeah and I said should we do something and he went yeah right (laughs) <laughs> as Lewis does Lewis is you know a person of very few words um sure. and yeah and, and it just sort of went from there we had a we had a rehearsal 2019 um he was very hungover from download fest and uh it went really well and then lockdown Amazing. hit <laughs> <laughs> yes that's so. the, your first uh first releases out on Bandcamp were lockdown tapes that kind of yeah. thing weren't they so yeah, was that? a bit of a rush so yeah we were sort of stopped for about two years obviously yeah. only five months into being a band um but it did us good to be fair we could mm. yeah did us good you, for some reason you certainly seem to have made that distance back because yeah. it's been uh, sort yeah. of quite a meteoric uh rise which is mm. uh which is uh, very very exciting so um uh, I just I, sorry I, I just remembered uh, I wanted to point out you were talking about sort of what how how uh, there are some limitations to being a two piece band. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't notice any limitations when we watched you because absolutely. the sound the yeah. sound was absolutely wild. I mean it was um, we we spoke a lot about the sound quality of of uh, or the the mix and all that stuff about when we were there because because that's what people really get excited about. <laughs> um, <laughs> they want, they want um, stage monitor chat, but, um, mm-hmm. but the, just the, the, the sound that you two can produce is just vast and super yeah. impressive. And whoever was doing your sound 
uh, ten out of ten, no notes. It just it just sounded wonderful oh, that's in that. Cool. In that, that was yeah. ha- they were house people. They just they were the people that were there just working slam dunk. I think it was really interesting because like we thought like you you sounded like clearer than pretty much you know uh, the other bands on okay. <laughs> on the bill. And yeah. what what really like struck us was like how like chunky your guitar sounded, even though like you know we we'd watched bands on that day with three guitarists yeah and yeah for some reason it was your telecaster that yeah. just stood head and shoulders above yeah. them H- how do you make that sound from from yeah. one guitar is there like are there like secrets or so i'm like not techy at all so sure. when yeah, yeah. i started playing i just realized the telecaster sounded good it sounded yeah. nice so i got mm. one and it's the one i play now uh and I was like, okay, I need another telly because I need a spare telly because Mm. the worst thing is being a two-piece, you can't just, you know, let the bassist or someone else carry on while you go and sort your guitar out. You need one that you can literally strap on in five seconds. So got a a spare one. They sound nothing alike. I've asked (laughs) loads of people. I'm like, why does this one not sound beefy like that one? And they're like, just different telecasters. I'm like, that's not possible. They're they're all guitars. They should all just sound the same, no? Uh, And everyone tells me no. So the answer to that is, I have no idea. But there's something about that telly. uh, (laughs) It's single coil pickups. It's like super basic. Um, It's great. Love it. Don't know why. It's just beefy. (laughs) Yeah. Having a uh, a band, uh, not a fat band, but a bottles to the ground band, and uh, people yeah. who've been sort of you know, involved in that's that's really really exciting. And so oh, you I know, did. I don't feel you have to sugarcoat anything where with regards to talking to ultimately your boss's band. Definitely um, won't sugarcoat. We it. get the impression <laughs> it ain't going back, getting back to him anyway. No, so uh, no. he's, he's got far more interesting things. So um, when was the first time uh, you remember hearing No Effects? Probably on like some sort of Kerrang compilation, you know, when mm-hmm. they used to oh, do yeah. like, um, I don't know, like skate punk edition number one, and there was just like random yeah. songs on it. And you always had like Blink and you always had those mainstreams, but then you used to get sort of the indie mainstreams. So you used to get like the No Effects, the Rancid mm. on the sort of indie labels at the time. Um, so yeah, probably back then, I never had like a No Effects record. As a kid, I never had like a full album. I just yeah, used to get, sure. like I said, with my sister, I just used to get like mixtapes or mixed albums. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably on something like that, or yeah, would have been through Kerrang, definitely. Yeah, yeah, they, they, Kerrang would all, yeah, they'd have that kind of thing, or they'd have, uh, they'd have like a, a, a CD with, um, with like a, just an old picture of a guy with a red mohawk, and then yeah. it would all be like all like modern punk stuff. It's like you got a '77 guy on it, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, here are the Get Up Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that fits. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's probably just a picture of Mo Rap, but um, you know, marketing. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is punk, right? And then yeah. Yeah, you got, got some power pop with keyboards going on in it, and I it's like, oh, yeah, I guess I only get yeah. it. I don't um, think Kerrang have moved on in terms of their marketing. Don't maybe don't yeah. put that out or do. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't think Kerrang are the kingmakers they used to be. <laughs> I think any yeah. print media is the kingmaker that it used no, to be. No. Uh, no. Um, I mean, they sort of. They, uh, some people feel that they peaked with their uh, TV channel, and yeah, uh, of course, it's possible that they were right. But uh, yeah. you know, P Rock P Rock had a lot less new metal on it, so you know, yeah. I always favoured that. Yeah. One, but 
Uh, this is my own personal taste. Lovely. Well, we've got uh, we've got a list of uh, questions that we sort of ask everybody. So mm-hmm. um, I think I sent them to you. If you had a look or not, uh, it's fine. Yeah. We'll find out all the answers now. Uh, do you have a favourite No Effects song? So I do have a favourite, mm-hmm. and it's probably Leave It Alone, and mm, nice. more so from seeing them live on these shows because yeah. I think they played it at like every show. When they do harmonies to that song live, they're great. Yeah. They're insane. They're so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, just the way the song's written, it's a three-part song. It's very, I think it's very different to like a normal punk song in that it's got like three different sections. It's all catchy. There's a hook in every section. Yeah. yeah. And just that song, I could listen to that. It's always on like a, if I make like a playlist or something, that's going to be on it. Nice, fantastic! It's it's a really really popular one. That's that's mm-hmm. come up a few oh, really? times. Yeah, okay. yeah. People people are. I think the, the there was a music video for it, but it wasn't really played in the states. Though I think it was played on like yeah. M two over here a bit, but it was a pretty pretty cheap and chunky video, as as one would expect. Perfect. To, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's. Uh, but you're right. Yeah, it it it's super catchy, and the, those harmonies are amazing. And that the added. Yeah. Having a. Uh, Karina Danike added to it. Um, yeah. You'll have to forgive the um, the Karina Danike worship. I'm, I'm, I've realised I've actually become slightly obsessed with just how how incredibly talented she is. Yeah. It's just one of those. I'm, That's uh, all right. Keep it going. Awful. I know. I know. I, I should, but you know, Red has to hear it every episode. The guests, only, the guests hear it once and then they leave, and they go, oh, they were very enthusiastic yeah. about Karina, weren't they? Red's got to sit through it all. So. But yeah, um, but you're right. It, that was a that was a, a real highlight because we got all of Punk and Drublick, um the majority of Punk and Drublick at uh, Leeds. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so we knew knew it was coming. But um, it's weird. It's not one that I sort of gravitate to. But when I see okay. it live or or it just gets played, I go, oh yeah, it's one yeah. of those. It's like a, yeah. a treat that I always get coming back again. But yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, it is wonderful. It's uh, yeah. fantastic. Do you, do you have a favorite album by No Effects? It's punk and drug look, like exactly. as much as everyone probably says that. It's it's true. It's it's great. There's I'm like I'm not a no effects worshipper. Sure. Um by any means. But that's an album that I could listen to start to finish. Yeah. Um and probably wouldn't skip any songs, which says a lot, because if Lewis was here right now, he'd be laughing because if a song is longer than about a minute and a half, my attention's gone. I've I've skipped it. <laughs> we're in the car. We're doing like a ten-hour journey, and I'm like skipping after a minute and a half every song. In the end, he falls asleep. <laughs> so that album has done well to keep my attention, probably because the songs are so short. So they are very short songs. Kudos, yeah. yeah. Well, there's uh, yeah. Also, they're not sort of they're not always um, sort of verse, chorus, verse. Which I suppose mm-hmm. if you've got if you've got a uh, a limited attention span yep. if it goes i've heard this before i just heard it just now that's not yep. interesting anymore so yep. mike's insistence on peculiar song structures is probably yep. very very good for that it's, it um, is good and it's quite weird because our songs are not like that at all ours are very like first chorus first chorus probably a bridge chorus done so yeah, yeah i hate to think anyone like me who listens to our songs. They must be skipping all the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, God, she's done that chorus twice now. But oh, this is a double chorus. A all double right. chorus. <laughs> you know, yeah. 
yeah no it's um it's one it's it's a cracking choice uh, it's um because we we've been looking at all of the episodes all of the episodes all of the albums all of their sort of major releases and sort of going into them and actually sort of listening to them properly again mm-hmm. rather than just sort of because you when you when you're a you know you first get an album especially when you're a bit younger you sort of get it and you listen to it you know a couple of times through you sort of really want to sort of get it you know yeah, yeah. proper you know especially if especially if when you're having to buy physical media mm-hmm. like, i've spent 10 pounds on this i need yep. to make sure that i enjoy it this has to not be a mistake mm-hmm. and yep <laughs> so you, you make sort of yourself try- like it yeah you just sort of rinse through and you go no you know that's yeah, um, yeah. So you know that was why "Be Here Now" by Oasis sold so many, and then was the most returned album of the nineties. Really? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because everyone was like, "Uh, "Yeah." The NME used to have a thing where they were like um, the top five albums sold to secondhand record shops, and "Be Here Now" was at the top of it for months. Oh, Oh, I like that. I like having that bit of knowledge. It's good, isn't it? That's yeah, because pe- people just used to yeah. people were sort of buying and go, oh no, 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 New Oasis is amazing. Like it's got to be, yeah, it's got yeah. to be. New Oasis is amazing, and then yeah. they just went, I can't, I fucking yeah. can't. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just take it down there, and you oh, know, oh, wow. like, oh, I got, I got two quid for it. Well, yeah. that, that was a pint in the nineties. Yeah. You're fine, you know, that's all right. That's true. Drink it away, but yeah. So that's. Um, yeah. Yeah, and they they never quite recovered, bless them. But yeah, anyway, yeah. so you know, that's, but that's it. When you when you get an album, you sort of really want to, and I sort of I, I worry that being able to skip stuff because you know if that was a tape player in your car, yeah, you'd be less inclined to. Oh yeah, and then rewind it back again to yeah. the you know, yeah, but, you know if it's being streamed from your phone or something, and you know you've got the controls for that on steering wheels now. You yeah, can, <laughs> with yeah. A, move your thumb up half an inch and you're just skipping it. It's, yeah. Uh, streaming's bad for me that for that reason yeah Yeah, i must listen to about 700 songs a day i think (laughs) (laughs) that's not bad for the artists no Um, no true (laughs) there you go you're just yeah you're just filling up plates on the tables that's good that's Um, my excuse yeah (laughs) i'm doing it for the artists (laughs) Uh, what do they want attention or money yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) do you have do you have a favorite no effects lyric I was thinking about this one when you sent me the questions. Mm, so, tough. Um, is. mine isn't something probably that would normally stand out, but in Franco and American, mm-hmm. when they sing um, Let the Whales Worry About the Poisons in the Sea, mm-hmm. that line like yeah. strikes it to me because we, that's what our songs are about, that sort of stuff. And like, yeah. I think it's really funny when I look at like some of the trolls and stuff on some of our videos on the Fat Rec site and how they're like, oh God, they, they're singing about, like, do they ever sing about anything that's not about themselves? Like, can't they just sing about just like normal stuff? Like, you know, I just want to like go and have beers with my bros. And I'm like, have you listened to NoFX lyrics? Like they are yeah. super political. Mm-hmm. They're super like taking the mick out of people doing silly things in the world. Super mm. personal really yeah. personal and i think yeah. like that line for me is a really good example of that and that's a line yeah. i want to throw back in their face and be like do you even know what that means do you know what they're singing about because yeah. like this is real life and yeah mike's been singing it for years and i think people haven't realized people just think they're like a skate band and they're just singing about skating and hanging out and drinking but actually yeah. there's a lot more to it than that so yeah, yeah I, that lyric for me i, I remember people saying 
when Warren Erison came out, they go, oh, I don't know if they should be singing about yeah. politics. They go, they've not just started. It's, it's not just some weird heel turn that yeah. they've done. Or they're just suddenly like, oh, right now we are anti-flag. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's just, it's so weird. It's like, you see it on, um, it, it, I sort of first noticed it when the, when the BLM stuff started up mm-hmm. and lots of bands were like, you know, the blackout on Instagram and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. People talking about it and people are going, God, I can't believe bad religion are jumping on the BLM bandwagon. Like, <laughs> what band were you listening yeah. to that you thought was bad religion? They're literally like overtly singing about it as well. There's no yeah. cover up. Like you need a degree in political science just to understand half of these. Yeah, and you're there like, oh, I can't believe. Oh, go, get woke, go broke. Yeah, yeah like, so true. <laughs> like, oh, this rage against the machine. They used to be good time party frat boys, yeah. and now it's all. Oh, we don't like God. Bush very much. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely just madness. It's and I, I don't understand where it comes from. And then all my favourite, which is uh, then the people who go, well, actually, it's more progressive to be in favour of conservative politics. <laughs> yeah. Is it? Yeah, oh. yeah, that is, that, that is more punk, isn't it? Because that is not mainstream. It's literally everyone in power is right-wing at the moment. <laughs> and wherever you look, it's that's weird, mate. Yeah, literally, a- we're never getting out of this mess because people are voting for them still. Yeah, they can do anything, and they still get voted for. Yeah, because someone oh, with dyed hair looked looked a bit sad once, and that's yeah. probably worth it. <laughs> oh God, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's <sighs> uh, it's insane. But yeah, no, let the whales worry about the poison in the sea. Great it's, choice. Yeah, it's great, and and it's one of those um, brilliant character songs that Mike is so good at. Of this yeah, sort of, yeah. and it's probably partially personal, but you know, a that sort of naive person just wandering through life. Mm-hmm. Just going. Well, everything seems to be okay. I I, I won't scratch yeah. the surface, but I'll I'll you know get carry on. And that's um, yeah. and that's uh, that's a device he employs quite a lot, really, isn't it? Mm-hmm. it sort of sings about yeah. what's wrong by singing about how there's nothing wrong from the perspective of an idiot. Yeah, and that's really that's that's really clever songwriting, isn't it? Like when you think yeah, yeah. about it, because like. Mm. We all we all do it to some extent. We all do the mm. whole. Well, it's not really affecting me right now. So, like, I do care about it, but yeah. right now I'm like really busy on this other thing. So I'm not going to worry about it right now. And that's yeah. essentially like what that song is saying. It's not even saying that like this person is like deliberately not, um, you know, like deliberately being stupid. It's so just it's, that they're just naivety. Yeah. Then that's just not knowing. It, it's not. Uh, it's not um, sort of. Uh, head in the sand on purpose it's no just sort of just head in the sand just just head in the sand yeah. just head in the same sand we've all got it in yeah, because yeah. you know it's a lot easier to you know have a uh have a society where people are just sort of gently rolling along yeah without touching the sides too much and uh, yeah. and that kind of thing so yeah it, it's uh it's that's a cracking um that's yeah. great. Was that when when you? I, I like to know these things. When when you sort of were thinking about that, was that one that just sort of leapt out, or did you have to sort of give that quite a lot of? That's one that leapt out. I love that yeah, song as yeah. well. Um, yeah, yeah. So that helps. Like that's that's in the top five probably of songs that I like. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've all just because I always hear that lyric when I when it plays. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. when I was thinking about it, there's there's lots of like good lyrics. There's hmm. oh, what's the uh, I can't remember the song name now. For the benefits of no fun in the... no fun in fundamentalism. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I yeah. just like the bit there because you were holding your hand to your head and it looked like you were a unicorn for a little bit. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> I've always is, wanted uh, to be a bit of a unicorn, but... <laughs> Yeah. We all are. <laughs> Never happened. Oh yeah. oh yeah, no fun in fundamentalism. Yeah, yeah. The, there's some, there's a few lines in that where I'm like, God, it's so close to the edge, but that is clever. Yeah. Like, again, another another example of a song that where like, yeah, it's pushing it, but it's very clever how it's written. I really like um, the song yeah. uh, Seventy Two Hookers for that reason, because uh, sort of about how um, the the sort of the the taboo of sexuality and um seeing women as humans rather and all that kind of stuff and the and the 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 coverings face coverings head coverings and stuff and it's sort of it sounds really on the face of it it sounds really fratty it's like why don't we just send a load of load of working girls over to the middle east and you know everyone will be happy but it's sort of more about if you do repress natural sexuality It yeah. causes wild problems in yeah. society, which are yeah. also reflective of of Western societies as oh, well. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just, yeah. just sort of writ very, very clear in more authoritarian, overtly yeah. authoritarian things. And so, you know, you could think that some of those are sort of quite unsavory lyrics. And he's using, you know, what we what we deem to be uh, less than desirable terminology for sex yeah. workers and all the rest of it. Yeah. But it's like, but that isn't the point of the song. No. <laughs> the no. point of the song yeah. is this, is is actually one of um, sort of uh, alarming levels of feminism and progressiveness. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. it wouldn't be no effects if they did it using the appropriate terminology. No. <laughs> and, and that's uh, a really good point as well, because like hmm. you mentioned Bob Villain earlier, and mm. like I remember when We Live Here came out and I remember yeah. some of the terminology that's in that and I was like, Whoa, that's like that's pretty brave to put that in a song. Mm. Like I can't remember yeah, yeah. um oh, I can't remember the exact words now, but it was terminology that you just wouldn't use. And Oh yeah, no. But exactly like you say, like it was done for the purpose of the song. The song isn't about yeah. what the lyrics say, it's about the meaning. It's about oh, like making a point. Is he ta- is he's talking from the perspective of a sort of a, an EDL type saying such yeah and yeah such yeah get a month they get a march that's it yeah yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah I can't remember I, what what term he uses um I think for the uh, LGBT yeah he uses fairies fairies exactly yeah. yeah and I remember hearing it and I was I'm like I'm not going to say the racial one that's not my place, no 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 but but no definitely non-binary I can say fairy all I want so. yeah there we go exactly <laughs> my non-binary Me too, privilege. I'm in that. <laughs> yeah no I think I think it's just really clever and I think yeah uh, it's, I think it's unfortunate sometimes that some of the no effects songs get like just labeled as just Mike and them saying things that are inappropriate because mm. people mm-hmm. are just looking at it at face value and it's yeah it's way more than that a lot of the time not all the time yeah. I was going to say that yeah. the difficulty comes from the fact that sometimes there are songs which is just saying inappropriate things yeah for fun. yeah so yeah. it's it's and you know you they, they do go mu- mm. Yeah, they they yeah. do muddy their own waters. They do, uh, they do, <laughs> they do definitely. I think that's deliberate but, as well. To be fair, oh, yeah, of yeah, course yeah. it yeah. is. Of course, it's um, yeah. I mean, I suppose uh, if anything, you could uh, you could go for that uh, the cop out thing of uh, hey, we're just making fun of everyone. Yeah, <laughs> we're making gentle fun of the people in power and severe fun of marginalized groups. Yeah, so it's the same. That's, exactly. That's normal and good. Normal and good. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So, but no, that's it. I think um, I, th- I think the, uh, the it's weird. I think um, there's a uh, there's a line from Stuart Lee uh, about 
um, people who don't quit when they should have done. And it was about how uh, people um, uh, rapidly devaluing their own obituary. <laughs> so yeah. like really watering it down. And um, and I think that sometimes um, Mike could very much be accused of being someone who's doing that. But I think he would find a um, a very lukewarm obituary to be quite funny. Yeah. So, that's, <laughs> so you don't know how much that's on purpose, yeah. but that's, uh, you know, that's the, very that's true. the sort of the exciting bit i guess so um i i mean get a feeling that we might have already touched on this a little bit but uh, i don't want to presume too much so do you have a favorite memory of no effects um obviously seeing him at, at those big shows and having that opportunity to be like yeah. side of stage and up yeah. close and personal is yeah is is mad to think back now but um I do remember when we got an email through and it was just a header and it just said, I love your band. And I clicked on it and it just said, I love your band. (laughs) And then it was like, I hate it when emails abruptly end dot, dot, dot fatty. And I was like, (laughs) oh, and I remember I spoke to Lewis and I was like, we just had this through. And he was like, yeah, good one. And I'm like, no, no we really did. Like, actually, like, actually <laughs> that just came through to us. So that was definitely a surreal moment. And that was like the first yeah, moment that we ever. That's crazy. Like, yeah. Oh, that's wild. Wow. So that's definitely a memory that I won't forget anytime soon. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. And yeah. so that, uh, so from, uh, how was he introduced? Was he sort of, was it one of the people who works at the label who sort of, found you somehow and passed him on or no so we recorded with frank turner uh ah, so we recorded the what was going to be an album um with him and we got to the end of it and we were like he was like here you go like this is this is it and i was like what do we do now like where do we put it like do we put it out ourselves like we don't know how does this work and he was yeah. like oh you can do it either way you can put it out yourself you can like contact labels and see if they want it. And I was like, okay, like is is Fat Records and Hellcat, is that too big to think? And he mm. was like, no, nah, I'll send it over now. And I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then like 15 minutes later, he was like, yeah, Mike's really into it. <laughs> and wow. then we get that email and we were like, okay, this is cool. And like, at the time, I think we were like, well, we're so lucky. Like, we were really lucky to, like, be in that place at that time. Mm-hmm. And now looking back, I'm like, it's not luck. Because actually, like, we grafted really hard for that. We yeah, wrote those songs. We put everything into that, like, mm. time, money, everything. And he liked something that it's turning out other people like as well. So it must be all right. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's that's all how it began. Yeah, you make your own luck. Yeah, you make. But I like the, that. You make your own luck. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, the, it. Uh, there's maybe one percent luck, which can mean all the difference in the world. Yeah. But unless, if uh, you know, that's the thing. I like that. It sort of. It was less luck, more. You know, Frank Turner's WhatsApp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Bless you, Red. Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um. So, sorry, uh, Red is uh, an allergy to uh, singer-songwriters. So, uh, oh no, mentioned Frank I'm really Turner sorry about too that. much. No, no, no. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I've got some. Um, I've got some tablets that will help with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, anti-explanations of songs. 
It's my uh, no. I like Frank Turner. I uh, just Red just happened to sneeze at the right time. No, it's good. Um, so, yeah, no, that's um, that, that's incredible. I mean, those. Um, so you did you did uh, Leeds, which we saw. You saw uh, you did Hatfield, and then was it uh, was it Linz? Yep, Linz in yep. Austria. Oh, and, uh, that was hot. Was it? Oh, really? Oh. They were getting the summer a bit before us. They were. It was unbearable if you're out the front. Oh really? Yeah. That that was why I was I was really pleased at Leeds when uh, we were actually in a tent because uh, the the sun <laughs> yeah. the sun was was lovely but it never got crazy there because uh, it was sort of a bit of uh, it was a bit of breeze and and the actual tent was uh, keeping off the worst of the sun but um we also have to uh mention uh, one of the highlights um uh of uh, of uh Leeds. You're right there. I think I've lost you. There you go. I've got you back. I lost you, you for about five Sorry. seconds. Oh, okay. I've got you back. <laughs> oh, wonderful. <sighs> Good. Everyone's safe. Everyone's We're all safe. Sure. Yep. <laughs> all safe. We all survived. We survived the blip of 2023. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of our highlights of uh, both Red and I agreed that one of the highlights of um, the uh, Leeds uh, Slam Dunk show was uh, not Slam Dunk, uh, Punk and Droblick, whatever it was called, um, that show was uh, your cover of Breathe by The Prodigy, which yeah. came out of nowhere. And <laughs> we looked at each other and went, is that? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it yeah. is. And uh, that oh, was so uh, simply good. inspired. I mean, I'm not I, I'm not that familiar with Essex, but is uh, <laughs> I'm guessing Keith Flint's from pretty close to where you guys are from. Yeah, yeah. Prodigy. Normally we come in and we say... Um, does anyone know any bands from Essex? And people go, oh, Blur, or I don't know. They go for yeah. like big, big bands. Hmm. Um, and then no one ever says Prodigy. And so then we say, well, hmm. we're going to do a song by the second best band to come out of Essex. And then we go <laughs> into it. Right. Um, but we only actually learned it for our tour that we just, that we came off of before the hmm. NoFX shows. So it was really like out of the blue. I was just fiddling around at home. I was like, oh man, that's brief. That's cool. <laughs> and then I was like, Lewis, you've got to do it. He was like, but I don't know how to play it on drums. I was like, you don't need to like play it on drums like they play it because they have like yeah. backing yeah. tracks and everything. Like we play it our way. And he was like, yeah, all right yeah. then. And then we went and we played the first the first tour show and we just did it. And it was, it came out like that. Well, so, he nailed so the groove because it's, it's the so groove good. was just absolutely brilliant. It, yeah. it sounded, and again, there's just two of you, and we were we were astounded. Uh, yeah, it was just yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. We love wonderful. it. We love that cover. Yes, yeah. it's staying oh. in the set for the foreseeable, definitely. Oh, nice. I should hope so. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Oh, good because because uh, yeah. I was I was wondering I was I was wanting I wanted I was trying to find it on YouTube see if anyone had uh, filmed it, but yeah. you've clearly not played it enough for people to nah. have. Uh, popped it up on uh, youtube yet but uh, not yet which is a fine example of why you should get out there and uh and go and see the mess this uh this should all Absolutely. be convincing you to be honest exactly we were um we were we were getting uh, evangelical about it so yeah. uh, <laughs> like, i mean i, I mean I, I my finger is not on the pulse of the the uk live music scene as much as it should be red's possibly a little more because red works at lead mill in sheffield and stuff hey. so you know what's going on in lead mill in sheffield yeah, <laughs> there's nothing yeah. up, which but is which more than i do but um but you know since uh you know one of the the, the first band i saw since uh when lockdown sort of ended was uh bob villain in uh, the brid and in leeds and mm -hmm. that was phenomenal 
and yeah. I left it too late to get tickets for the next tour because oh. uh, I went, ah, oh, better let my girlfriend know that's happening, and then left it more than one day and just gone. So I'm okay, oh. well, no. Oh, no. But uh, I'd say that uh, uh, Bob Dylan and, and the Mefs, if you see them anywhere near you, either of them, just go. You, it, it would be foolish to not. We agree. Literally. We tell people that all the time. We yeah. tell people that all the time. If they don't come, just missing out on a good thing. And no one likes missing out on a good thing. Absolutely no. not. Because, no. you know, when when your shows sell out in a day and someone's not told their girlfriend in time, that's when you'll be going, that's... oh, I wish I'd seen him earlier. So, yeah. Uh... yeah. <sighs> but anyway, so uh, that's the little, uh, the little plug. Uh, you've... Um... So, uh, what can currently people we'll, we'll do some plugs here so um is where's the best to find your music Bandcamp? camp you what what releases have you got out um so we've got on streaming everything's on streaming platforms now mm-hmm. um okay, in terms of like buying stuff we have records so we've done with the bottles to the ground label they wanted to do 10 inch records that was what the like thing was that was the mm-hmm. selling point so that's why we, instead of releasing an album, we released two EPs, Red and Blue. Sure. Um, that will probably be an album at some point. Um, but at the minute, they are two EPs. And so every time we do a new pressing, it's limited, which is quite nice because uh, we have a lot of people who like to collect stuff. So, yeah, we've got, we got the current clear records on Bandcamp. Um, the first releases are gone. I think yeah. I think there might be a few of the first left, but yeah, I think they're pretty much gone. And then if you're in Europe, you can go on King's Road merch and there's a different variety on there. Um, and that's really for shipping purposes because it's a fortune mm-hmm. otherwise. Um, and course, then there's yeah. an American one on, on Fat Wreck. Obviously, you can buy from there as well. Amazing. Yeah, the... Yeah. Um... Yeah, the B word brings up its ugly head on this show. Again, we've spoken about this far more than we wanted to, but you yeah, know, that's just, <laughs> it's just an unfortunate reality. Yeah. Um, the only one we've got, unfortunately, but there you go. It so really yeah, is. so go, go and get all of those. But um, and, and also it'll be on all the streaming services so you can uh, skip through them whilst going, look at me, I'm Lily. Exactly. <laughs> you can exactly do that. Don't skip too fast, though, because then the numbers won't count. There you go. So <laughs> give it a minute and a half for each one. Exactly. Then... <laughs> I like that. <laughs> if you know, I think that's fair, isn't it? It's like uh, you know, it's like the sort of uh, the gong thing, isn't it? You know, you you give it a minute and a half. Yep. Which I think is fair. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, see what you want. But anyway, exactly. all right. So we've got we've got some more of these questions. So um, oh yeah, here's one. So what do you think is the best way to introduce a non-fan to no effects? Uh, number one check out their interviews on YouTube, uh, especially <laughs> when Mike gets interviewed, check them out because, um, mm. yeah, if you're not sold at the end of that, then you're probably not going to like no effects. Oh, um, smart. Interesting. Yeah. 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 yeah they're, they're quite funny. Um, and go to one of the shows, go to one of the, before you even listen to like the back catalog, cause there's a lot of it. Um, go to one of the final shows, I'd say, cause I think the show there's something about the no effects shows. I know there's this whole joke about them sucking life and I know yeah. that, you know, <laughs> things happen, but mm. um, there's something special about a no effects show. There's no, yeah. there's no denying it. You're yeah. mesmerized by what they do on stage and I don't know what it is, but they've got something. So yeah. Um, watch an interview, then go to a show and listen to the music afterwards. Like Interesting. It. 
that's yeah, great work backwards yes yeah, it's good because you uh yeah you work backwards and so if at any point at any one of those steps you go ah this isn't for me yeah you don't have to go any further that's yeah that that's possibly the best thought out answer we've had okay we've had because we, well we've had a lot of people yeah, who sort of go so. do a mixtape get the best of you know all that kind of stuff okay so i think i can't remember who or someone said just just listen to it just yeah. it's not, it's, it's mean, not to convince someone yeah. here it's like I, I don't need convincing to yeah. you know listen to something yeah but uh yeah now that's uh yeah you're right because if if you can um <laughs> sit through you know uh, an interview of of mike just sort of not answering the question <laughs> yeah. and asking the interviewer last time he was pegged then you know i oh, want to hear what this guy sings about <laughs> you really do don't you when i listen i'm like whoa he's not talking about the music at all this is smart i want to yeah. know more yeah absolutely yeah the the there's they're a, a very strange enigma because for someone who is so relentlessly honest mm-hmm. in interviews and stuff there are big question marks over what songs are about yeah uh, and and he's not lying in any of the songs he's just presenting this stuff in a very yeah. very unusual way it's like it's you know you st- there are debates that i've had with people long before we've had any access to the information about it because they didn't do interviews for years it wasn't mm-hmm. until like mm-hmm. war on errorism and stuff like that this sort of anti-bush and the mm-hmm. punk voter stuff they sort of came out of interview retirement but you sort of go do you think bob is a real person yeah um could be yeah it's just a lot it might be like several people he's put like put together it might just made it up you know you just don't know but apparently yeah, yeah, real. yeah. Just, just a bloke that's brilliant yeah it's, <laughs> and so yeah so that that's the uh that's that's a very very uh that's a, that's a great answer that's uh of course your time's running out for uh, getting to go and see them live because uh mm-hmm. you know they're uh they're they're calling it quite i mean apparently so they've claimed they're not going to do a kiss and just sort of you know carry yeah. on going but yeah but we'll see um so here's is a, a bit of a biggie what do you think no effects legacy will be mm. what will their legacy be mm. can you like one. yeah i mean Although they're going to stop touring, they're all alive and yeah. well at the moment. Sure. So, like, I think they they don't need a legacy. They ain't going to need a legacy because they're just going to keep going on. They're just not touring. I like it. That does sound like a meth song as well. Legacies are for the dead. They are. Legacies <laughs> are. They are, aren't they? People say about leave. It's either like. If they walk away from it all completely and they're like, no effect is no more. We're not doing any no effect stuff ever again. Then they'll need a legacy. They'll need to be something. But I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're just going to stop touring and they're still going to be just exactly how they are now. He's going to be exactly how he is now. And um, yeah, and they'll still have Punkin Drublick, I should imagine, just with different lineups without no effects on. Interesting. So that could be a legacy. And just i'll put my hand up for being on that bill of course <laughs> just in case well, like well i mean to be fair you know when you, you're looking at that you you are technically a part of the no effects legacy without no effects you don't release this hey. album this way mm-hmm. All of Do these you know things, what so. in that case can we delete my answer sure. and then ask me it again and i'll say the mefs is the legacy <laughs> no problem no problem cool. this, this is going to be a brilliant soundbite we'll put this out on the socials yeah so um Lily from the Mavs, yep. what do you think No Effects' legacy looks like? 
the meths. No effects <laughs> part two. <laughs> Absolutely. That was good. Yeah, that really. was great. Yeah, that was that a was top. It. That that was a top three answer. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> top, absolute top, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, uh, I I I love it when a band backs themselves. I really do because because um, yeah. only because I don't believe it when a band's going. Well, you know, we don't really know what's going to happen. It's like, yeah. oh, what are you doing it then? Yeah, that's very <laughs> true. If you don't back yourself, no one else is going to back you. <laughs> exactly. You've you've got to. Well, it's that thing, you know. I mean, Red and I are both uh, stand-up comedians, and um, oh. and you sort of hear people talking about how uh, how bored they are with their set, or you know, mm-hmm. oh, I hate all of my jokes. I'm like, mm-hmm. write some new ones there. Why yeah. on earth? Would you want to be filling the world with more shit comedy? Yeah. You know, you know how much there is. Yeah, but more so than anyone. Oh, Why are you that's just, brilliant. Yeah. Send Why me are you some. Doing... Send me some of your stuff, both of you, definitely. Yeah, we'll sure. do absolutely. I'll uh, I'll stick some links in an email for you. Yeah, yeah. we'll. Um, it's uh, it's wild the uh, the way some people might do stuff. But anyway, um, cool. That's um, that's a great answer, and. Um, I mean, to be honest, that's a great T-shirt as well. The Mef's No Effects is Legacy. Yes, that's. Uh... We did think of bringing out a shirt when we knew we were going to do the support shows. When on one of our videos, someone's written something like, um, "What is it like?" Oh, this isn't a fat band or something like that. It's just very. <laughs> so we were going to do like the Mef's. Um, they may not sound fat dot 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 and that was going to be our new shirt and like obviously only fat wreckers would know what that even means and everyone else would be like they may not sound fat like what (laughs) oh yeah we may still do it but let's see it's um well technically not a fat band you're a boss of the ground band so uh you know that's so true i love throwing that back in people's faces (laughs) yeah yeah you're absolutely correct yeah Ah, someone can read (laughs) yeah yeah Showing off about your education <laughs> there, aren't we? <laughs> that's the that's the world, isn't it? That's yeah. uh, that's the thing. Cool. So we've uh, we've come to the final question, and uh, and it's one that some people agonise over. But uh, Lily of the Meths, mm-hmm. uh, who's your favourite member of No Effects? Oh, I probably. Um, shall I, can I rank them? But no one has ever done this. Absolutely, yeah. please. This yes. Right. yes, please. Coming in at gonna... number four. Dun, so, dun, 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 I'm gonna, dun. yeah, I, I'm gonna go from. I'll start in number one. Oh, okay. Because we've got a joint number one. You're making oh, okay. it even more embarrassing for who's yeah, number four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we Love got it. a joint. Uh, we got a tie at number one. Oh, okay. Um. So we got Melvin. Uh-huh. We got El Hef, and we got sure. Smelly at number one. Um, and then I can't remember who the other member is, uh, but I, who, the other one, the one that does the four string thing. Well, I don't really know what the instrument is. That I was going to say, you, you hate bassists. What is, yeah, I don't even know. I mean, four strings, I, I, you've got to add two more. Um, lazy, yeah, isn't it? I think it's Mick, Mick. Mick is number yeah. two. Big yeah. Mick. Yeah. Mick is last, yeah. Mick Gordo, yeah. Definitely, yeah. <laughs> 
Mick yeah. Bucket, <laughs> uh, his name is. This is, uh, yeah. this is the, the best questionnaire we've ever had filled in, I'm going to oh, say I it love now. That. That's good. Uh, it's honest. You, you like honesty. You we said We really do. Absolutely. This is going to take some beating. So, uh, honesty. Unless, <laughs> Mike, is... you're watching, in which case, always number one, baby. Always number one. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that's good. Um, I think, yeah, you know, that's, um, I mean, I get it. I also like that you call him El Hef. I'm like, oh, someone's been spending some time with uh, with that guy. That's good. Do you know, I actually haven't. That's, that's oh, really? just, yeah, El Hef. Sounds good. Yeah. El Hef. El Hef. Well, we saw, uh, I think we saw all, uh, I think we saw all four members um, at some point or other watching uh, the MEFs from mm. the sidelines at, uh, yeah, at Leeds. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. we were, because uh, uh, that was the closest we got to the front. Uh, as I say, I mean, I get it. Some people have got jobs that take up <laughs> space during the day. Yeah. Uh, not that Red God. and I would understand what that is so much, but you know. So we were there from like <laughs> we got there at like three o'clock when the you know the car park yeah. opened and stuff like that. So there will have been some people, you know, the, the it, it, it hadn't filled up totally by mm-hmm. half four when you guys went on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, we were able to be sort of pretty much right at the barrier. And mm-hmm. um, and uh, there were two things that I loved about that that were not maths related. One was um, clearly the um, sort of security and training because uh, there were a lot of sort of like 20-year-old girls who were being given their um, earplugs and uh, and then the person who handed them out had to go back and show them that you actually sort of rolled them between yeah. your thumb and forefinger before putting them in. It's like, oh god, they don't. Oh no, no you didn't. You didn't bring out the new oh, ones no. for this. This is like, oh no, just do so, This is this is bad this is idea. A car by fire, isn't it? This is not. You know, and and the other one was um, uh, spotting the other bands watching uh, the other bands from the sides yeah. of the yeah. stage and stuff, and that was exciting. But yeah, they were. Um, they were they were into it there and that was uh, that was really really nice to see and it was yeah that thing where you worry if it's like a farewell tour it's like are they going to be just sort of on the buses um mm-hmm. you know chilling out you know doing all the stuff that they claim not to in 60 yeah. percent you know they're going to be doing all that but no they were out there watching it and getting involved and and i think that speaks very highly of them yeah. and uh and you were yeah. you were a, a fantastic choice for that so uh, thank you so oh, much that's really brilliant that. no i agree that was really like they did it in austria as well hatfield mm. i don't i can't hatfield anti-flag were side of stage for the whole set oh, wow, as wow. in literally on the stage so Oh, little Lily was stood on stage and I was like I think I even said at one point I was like this is this is mad basically I'm like starstruck yeah. right now at the, <laughs> the thought of anti-flag being side of stage watching the mess and like headbanging yeah. to it it's just yeah. it's weird but then yeah no effects actually for Austria I think they were there like sat at the back of the stage for like nearly the whole set and wow. El Jefe had the like glasses and the nose like the fake mask on <laughs> for the whole thing yeah 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 exactly that and they were all sort of like covered up a little bit but yeah yeah it is um it is surreal but very humbling i do do you know what there's a lot of because i know jefe's doing acting and stuff now and so there's a part of me that thinks was he sort of playing that role but apparently no he he will just wear groucho glasses just for for the duration of a whole other band set just sat there like forgot i'm wearing them exactly yeah yeah. Why is everyone looking at me funny? Like... Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe no one wants to smell my yeah. nose. <laughs> <laughs> uh... It's uh, yeah. Anyway, 
thank you so much uh, yeah. for this uh, time you spent with us, Lily. We've uh, we've really enjoyed it. You truly are. Uh, you and Lois are both punk rock elites. So thank you for being on Punk Rock Elite, a podcast about no effects. Uh, any last things you'd like to share with uh, the listeners? Um, we're going back on tour in November, and it's yeah. not announced yet. But I found out Ooh. yesterday. So oh, amazing! <laughs> yeah. This will be going, going out in a few out. weeks, so it might have been announced by the time it goes out. But yes, true, it probably the, will. These are the kind of uh, things that happen when you plan ahead. But yeah. I've got loads of episodes in the bank, yeah, so we'll exactly. uh, we'll um, we'll be there. We'll be there. We'll yeah. uh, find out. You coming to Leeds? Absolutely, we actually are coming to Leeds this time. Yeah, nice. Yeah, fantastic. We're hitting well, like that... probably about half the places that we went to last time, plus about fifteen, maybe ten or fifteen like new places other places amazing so, yeah. cool. well there you go you've definitely got uh two tickets sold there yes. maybe, maybe more if we bring our partners oh my god um, please do at least no, we will do <laughs> but... um yeah so uh thank you so much Ali. this has thank been you. wonderful i'm yeah, just yeah. going to stop the recording now but yes thank you thanks for having me no props oh shit absolutely we told you it's a good one really good one um i mean yeah what the um yeah just such confidence and clarity pours out of her yeah yeah and some really like interesting like funny engaging answers to, Mm. to the questions not holding back really impressed but i mean i absolutely love someone who will not take issue with the questions, but we'll really uh, try. Uh, you know, can I rank them? Oh, <laughs> of hello. course you can. <laughs> Please do. Don't let us stop you. <laughs> oh, go with salivating at that. We're like, oh, this course is going to be delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and it was. I, I love it. Um, by all means, take the opportunity to come on this show and really just have a go at your label boss. there's very few things more punk rock than that i think it's uh yeah yeah we'll take the deal but don't think that makes us friends yeah that was not what it was meant but yeah it was um pardon me what a great uh what a great chat and we meant it if you if you are near a meths gig yeah and you can go to it do it's fantastic the the what comes out of those two is comparable to you know as as red said you know some of the three guitar bands that we saw yeah uh, just at the same gig it was like this is nothing yeah Not it just nothing, sounded thinner but, than yeah. lily's one guitar yeah um whatever she does with it whatever magic ingredients i, I hope it stays there for a very long time because yeah. uh yeah what uh what a great great thing so do go i'll put the meths uh band camp link in there um they're pretty active on Bandcamp. you get little messages every so often saying we've got new stuff up we've got new merch we've got new this that and the other they'll let you know as soon as it is and then you can pounce like a coiled cheetah <laughs> it's probably animal cruelty in some way isn't it but uh yeah amazing any uh any final thoughts on that red uh i just think they're one of the most exciting punk bands in the uk right now and if Absolutely. you haven't seen them or heard them you you, you simply have to um mm. You know, like uh, I hadn't heard of them before seeing them at Leeds and they just they've made a really good lasting impression, not only with their music, but also with 
Lily's personality. Um, mm. I, I think they're just uh, a good pair of eggs. Absolutely. Two eggs, both alike in quality. <laughs> Shakespeare. So, um, yeah, that's... Uh, and also, if you... Um, if you want to hear that breathe cover that we uh, we mm. talked about a lot, apparently that's just going to be for live. So yeah, you got to so go. Gotta, you got to go. Worth, worth price of admission alone. Oh, absolutely! And all of their stuff is is fantastic. They've got videos on YouTube. They've got um, they're on all the streamers. And uh, yep, when stuff pops up on Bandcamp, you can grab their vinyl, uh, which I hear is making something of a comeback. Hmm. And uh, I didn't realize that bottles to the ground is all ten inches. That's yes, the... I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't have a clue. Um, it seems to be a, uh, a sort of a, a, well, apparently that that's how it goes. But um, cool. All right then. Let's let's get more ten inch records, I suppose. Anyway, this has been Punk Rock Elite, uh, a podcast about no effects. I've been Eddie French, and I've been Red Redmond. So, and we'll see you next time. Do uh, like and subscribe and do all of the stuff. That's for YouTube, isn't it? Subscribe. Apparently on Spotify, you can leave little reviews and ratings for individual episodes. So, But I've, I've heard they do all have to be five stars and positive. Oh, they won't. Yeah, they won't show up otherwise. No, they just won't. So I, mean, <laughs> so to be I honest, wouldn't bother. No. No, no. I mean, yeah, no, that's why I have done zero of them for anyone else. <laughs> I don't really listen to stuff on Spotify. But um, that's my only excuse for not positively rating people. But yeah, so do that. We don't really talk about all of the algorithmic stuff that could help us. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, let people know about it. And if you've got anything you'd like to share, um, find us on one of our Instagram posts or punkrockelitepodcast.gmail.com. But until then, uh, we'll see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Punk Rock Elite. It was a pick-scraped and fruitcake co-production by Eddie French and Red Redmond. If you're not following us on Instagram or subscribe to the podcast, please do. The main theme and production was done by Eddie French. Please contact us at punkrockelitepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you.